Good evening and good afternoon. Good, good afternoon to you and good evening from me. How are you doing, Tracy? Doing great. Hey, just one quick thing I noticed when I was trying to share on Facebook. I, I, I didn't see us on I Facebook. see it. So so they just told us they're telling me something in here that they were having a problem with it on their end. Uh, Facebook end. So for people, then they should go to YouTube. Correct. And you wouldn't even know because I was going to say, unless people are picking us up on YouTube, they're not, if they're looking for us on Facebook, they're not going to find us right now. So, so you, how are you doing? How are you doing? How are you doing? Music is, okay. Yeah. I'm doing great. <laughs> excellent. Excellent. What I'm going to do is let me, we can keep on. Can you hear me? I can. Mm -hmm. um, we'll keep on talking here. Let me go in the background and do something quickly. Uh, okay. So it, it comes up on, on Facebook. But how are you doing? How have you been? I have um, been good. We had a little bit of a break, didn't we? Um, we've been away again for another month. Hopefully we will be able to get back into cadence. I know people keep asking like, okay, I never know when you guys are going to actually be live or or not. So we apologize for people who show up to see us live and, and, and you're getting a repeat. But um, things have been good around here. There's a lot developing. We actually uh, are getting ready to um, add a new member to our family for the next year. Okay. Have, yes. Uh, yes. An Italian exchange student arriving on Labor Day. So this coming Monday, which is going to be, uh, we're so excited. I mean, we've we've been planning this. I think I've mentioned it before. We've been planning this for about six months. Um, gotcha. So, yeah. So we've been preparing the house and you know her room and and uh, getting the last minute. There's been a, a, a few kind of snafus with things that she needed that weren't you know, done. And so she's been poor thing. I mean, so they have, uh, I'm gonna say nationwide exams, but you know, in Europe, the system is different. And depending on what your track is, what you want to your career to be, um, uh -huh. they have different schools and different exam programs and all of that based, based on whatever that track is. And okay. so she, um, she, her track, she had national exams this past week. So it's one of the reasons why she's coming here a week late because uh, the school that she'll be going to started this, this week. So she'll Correct. be coming a week late, which is not ideal, but she said she just she just um, texted us today and said she passed her exams, which was absolutely mandatory for her to be able to come here. Um, so she's really excited about that. And uh, and that's really, it's exciting for, for us as well, so. That's yeah. excellent. That's excellent. Uh, I we should be live on Facebook now. Uh, okay, great. Just did a couple of things on there. Let me let me go there and share, and then we'll just. So how are you? Yeah. I now let's. Are you, is that a trick question? Because what you want to see me do is want to see if I can talk and go places at the same time. So I shall attempt to do yeah. such. Yeah, if, you, if you can't, you know I'm good at soliloquy. But. I know. No, I'm well. I'm well. We've been away, as you stated, for quite a while, um, having some reruns. I think I was traveling back to traveling back to Africa, to Liberia. And, and then, ah, there we go, share now. 
Yay. I know you see, I can't do it too. I can't, I can't do two in one. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So no, but, but it's been, it's been well. And you went on vacation also. Yeah. Yeah. We were on vacation. And, and how was that? So vacation was good. We actually kind of did the let's jam it all into. Well, actually, that's not true. Well, yeah, jamming it all into like a three week period of time. We um, at the end of July, we went to the Keys, the Florida Keys for the first time, had a blast. Yeah, that was so much fun. And, you know, it's it's funny because, you know, how when you get ready to go someplace, you know, you start talking to people and. And we found out just how many people have been there and, you know, actually go there regularly. And was really funny is when we, some of when we were there, but mostly when we got back, we Mm -hmm. just missed people we knew by, I mean, one, one particular couple who, who we know really well here where we live, Uh um, was there at the same time. And we were in, um, Key West the same day they were. They were taking pictures oh. and posting them and we missed each other from where they were posting like uh-huh. by a couple hours because we were there that same day but but came through that particular location a little bit later in the day. So it was really crazy because <laughs> I said we, yeah. we would have run into so many people we knew had you we just knew. not barely missed them. Yeah. <laughs> One guy actually studied in Switzerland. He, he's, he's Lichtensteinian. So he's from Lichtenstein met okay. him when I was over there years ago. He and his family were going the week after. Um, and I hadn't, I haven't seen him in like, what, 30 years. Um, oh, wow. So I was like, oh, darn, we could have planned. Because it's a small area. I mean, it's yeah. we stayed in that key, with, but you know, you can drive to any one of the keys mm-hmm. um, pretty easily. So yeah. It, it, yeah, it, it was pretty wild. I was like, oh, geez, that would have been crazy, you know, to, to have a reunion 30 years later in, in the keys. But you anyway, know, sometimes fun. sometimes it may have been a, been a blessing because was going to do a whole lot of other things you hadn't planned, which is a good thing. But more time with family, right? Uh, well, more we time went... with family, yeah. But it's I mean it's it's so easy down there because there's just it's just hangout time. Although it is, we were busy. I mean we we did parasailing, we swam with dolphins, we did snorkeling. We are I mean, you. Are you the one who would, are you the one who would get all the pack your vacations with activities? Oh, no. Okay. Okay. I'm I'm not that way. I'm typically like, let's figure it out when we get there. I mean, there's usually when I go on vacation, there's a couple of places I want to hit, but you know, otherwise I'm very much in the moment. Like, Hey, I don't know what I don't know. And there might be something I don't know. I want to do once I get there. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I'm not, mm-hmm. but Jeff um, had planned a lot of this stuff because it was uh, it was a um, celebration of both my birthday and my daughter's birthday, which we have birthdays okay. two weeks apart. So okay. yeah, okay. So he had planned yeah. a lot of stuff. So we just showed up and was like, oh, okay, yeah. we'll do this today. Oh, okay, we'll do. I mean, we were doing things within the same day. So like the day we swam with dolphins, we also snorkeled. Okay. So we swam gotcha. with dolphins in the morning and then we snorkeled in the afternoon. Um, and so we were, I mean, cause, cause we were, so two days travel out of five days altogether. So we only mm. had three days effectively. Oh, and wow. One wow. of the days was in, so Key West is the furthest key, mm-hmm. right? Oh, that the key. you visit. And um, so we rented bikes. We got there 
decent time in the morning, um, rented bikes and biked all throughout Key West all day. So that was a full day. That was the day before we flew back from um, uh, from Florida. And gotcha. so, yeah, so it's essentially we had two full days mm -hmm. to do stuff, which isn't a, a lot. Um, so, so eavesdroppers, yeah. we were just catching up on where we've been the past two weeks. Some been flying over the ocean. Some been flying over the southern part of america but um <laughs> yeah we are thank you so much and if you're watching now come on let us know where you where you're watching from let us know who you are and as you're eavesdropping drop a note in here you never know it might become the hot topic <laughs> so what's on your mind yeah what is well you know i'm curious to find out how you're because you were recently just here i mean you just flew back to liberia after yes. being here and we never got we still haven't met face to face like we still nope. didn't get together when you no, were here and, in North Carolina. We, we were planning to do a live together and that just didn't materialize but hey it'll it'll happen you know when the time is right as we always do when the time is right. No, I'm I'm well. You know, we went down for flew back for Jazz's graduation, and just stayed until she was able to go on campus. Uh, so we took her on campus on I think it was the 11th of August, and on the 16th I was I was leaving to come. So she's you know been talking to her. She's she she's okay, right? I I didn't have any concerns. Mom didn't have any concerns either. But you know, it's it's the baby. <laughs> yeah. So this is it's, your second. Just so everybody knows, this is your, yeah. Your youngest just went away to college. Correct. Correct. Yeah. And and Walwyn moved in an apartment. Hmm. Hmm. Wow. An apartment by himself um i know it's a it's a cold you know the four 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 rooms in there but he's in an apartment by himself that's that's different that's for another me. big that's <laughs> a big benchmark too so you're old like just adulted fully yeah. in his uh, well own apartment shared with other on campus mm -hmm. right but but yeah. still like yeah. yeah and your youngest went away for the first time so you're so your wife and you're in like like your what is she celebrating? She's the celebrating. She and, <laughs> you know, and luckily, luckily, I think I'm getting the best, the best end of this stick. She's coming over hopefully next week. So uh, I'm a happy man. I'm a happy camper. <laughs> well, I bet she is too. You know, yes. that's gotta be great. Yes. When was the last time she was in Liberia? Uh she was in Liberia September of no. December of last year. Yeah, okay. she was here yeah, December or so. And then I was there for three months and now she's coming back. So that's that's a good thing. That's yeah. a good thing. Because uh, I think these long distance relationships, you know, where you, when we were younger and we said, you know, long distance relationship, which was, you know, phones, uh, et cetera. I'm grateful, one, that communication technology has improved so much that Bell Atlantic and AT&T aren't charging you 25 cents uh, per minute. Uh, Cause I remember when we were in DC, she was in DC and I was in North Carolina in 98. It was so expensive, two, three, $400 uh, telephone bills. 
But now with WhatsApp and, and Zoom, you, know, you can just get on and, and, and interact. So the long distance part, communication, you know, touching, that's another uh, mm -hmm. level, but at least you're seeing and engaging. Yeah, uh, I agree. I had, um, I was dating a guy who was Swiss uh, when I was in undergrad. And uh -huh. I remember I actually got an extra job my senior year just to pay for my phone bill. Because he and I would talk on the phone from the States to Switzerland. I mean, it was like three, $400 a month. Yes. Easy. Yeah. And it was crazy. And those weren't even very long conversations. So it, yeah, it is nice mm. that we have that luxury. I mean, these kids these days don't understand. My daughter is so funny. She'll ask me though, you know, it'll come up every once in a while. I'm like, yeah, no, um, we didn't have that when I was a kid. And she's like, mom, how did you, did you live? <laughs> like, how did you, ex like, how does that even work? I'm like, yeah, I know that blows your mind. It feels very cave, caveman like I get it, but <laughs> Oh, but, but, but I actually did great. Like I probably did better in some cases. You know, I you, you say this. Did I tell you about the ice cream at the the event? Mm -hmm. We did talk about the ice yeah, cream. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So just just in line with not looking at your phones, uh, you miss a whole lot looking at the phones and 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 not looking at your surroundings. Uh, so hmm. So I'm I grateful. Have, um, I, this is going to sound like I'm totally going off on a different tangent. Which, go, you know, go. This, like is, this is how we do. Yeah, that's right. This is how we roll. So <laughs> I am, how do I say reading? A lot of my reading these days is Audible. I love Audible. Uh, okay. Shout out to Audible. <laughs> um, and uh, I'm reading. So one of my colleagues uh, mentioned a book to me, and um, it really applies to some of the work that we're doing. So there's a, there's a number of us who are working with an organization right now in different capacities, and mm -hmm. some of the things that that we're helping you know our our client with um, from our various perspectives. I mean, this particular other fractional had said, you know, what we use a lot. He he's an EOS implementer, and he said we I he says I go by. Um, this one book, the five dysfunctions of a team. Okay. And um, I was like, Oh, I haven't I haven't read that one. So I got it on audible. And I'm like, halfway mm -hmm. through and I really love Pat Patrick Lencioni. I think that's how you pronounce his his name, the author. Mm -hmm. It is a great book, because it's one of those that, you know, I, I love John C. Maxwell's work, you know, he talks a lot about that, you know, what creates a good team. Brene Brown right. has a lot of, you know, uh, work and in her book, Dare, Dare to Leave and other things, you know, talks about what creates a good team. But what I love about what um, Lencioni did is that he took his 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 framework of five dysfunctions and he put it into a story. So it's a fictional, it's about a fictional organization okay. and how this new CEO came in and kind of turned this team she was working with around. And it's just, it's, it's, it's so fun to listen to because I'll tell you what, I mean, a person who spends so much time just buried in leadership stuff, right? Whether it's mm -hmm. reading articles or books or, you know, whatever it is, it can be really dry. It's good information, Correct. but it can Correct. be really dry. And after a while you start to crave, you know, the fictional books that have absolutely nothing to do with what you do for a career. Um, yes. This is a nice medium. It's both. It's it's really well done. It's great framework. So for anybody who hasn't read that book or might be interested, if you're you know in leadership, or but it's it's great for for really understanding the the team dynamics, correct. And and 
the importance, I think, of being able to have those crucial conversations. That's that's what I'm getting out of it. It's just, mm. you know, I, I was talking to our uh, uh, one of my actually one of my clients, but I was also discussing it with our our new exchange student. Uh, it's one of my clients is from Italy as well, and okay. he said, you know. He said it's so different over there because and i know this from from knowing the french culture as as well as debate is such a, an important part of their culture mm -hmm. i mean they can have heated like knock down drag out debates and and walk away with their arms around each other like it's there's this this value to it but it comes up in the book is is that <laughs> teams in order to make the right kind of decisions, right? The greater mm. good types of decisions that benefit everybody in the long run, even if it, it creates some discomfort, right? Yeah. In, the, in the interim, you know, yeah. are essential. We need to learn mm. how to debate and, and argue healthfully. And we're really yeah. not taught that. We're not taught that in our families of origin. We're not taught that in society. You know, if anything, it's, I think, I don't remember exactly when the political correct movement started, but you know we, we're, we're so triggered by anything uncomfortable when it comes to interpersonal interactions yeah. that we stay away from those those crucial debates or conflicts. You know, and and yeah. so it was just that reminder that there's there's really important reasons why we need to be able to do this, but also ways to do it. Correct. Um, you know, so. you you say that, and I think in my in my my thought process now. Uh, around my age and in everything as it compares okay so we have nathan rudolph hey nathan hey, um, Nate. great great seeing you man appreciate you uh, uh he says you know all of pat's books are great and written in a storytelling format okay great information yeah <laughs> that's what i've heard I'm, i look forward i'm glad you are familiar with them nate um because i look forward to reading more of his books or listening i can so so my my in, in my framework in where, where where my mind my mind what my where my mind is setting hasn't set yet it's getting there because I know it's going to get there is I I I rather burn the whole building down um, and build it again meaning <laughs> I don't want to be in relationships that are that are controlling, that are that 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 have nuances that <laughs> I have to do something in order for you to do. I I so I'm I'm doing a a check of these relationships and and I am protecting my peace and protecting mm -hmm. my joy at this stage in my life. And I think this is what I'm gonna be until I die. And when I say I'm going to burn the whole place down is have those conversations and say, I'm not going to engage in this relationship that is based on me doing certain things for you. I, I, I am, if my relationship with you is because I love you, my relationship with you is because I cherish being around you. But if, if my relationship is based on I shouldn't hang out with Tracy. I mean, it's such a mm. juvenile, juvenile thought process. I mean, as trivial as that, and it goes up to to engagements in business, right? That you have this person as a client. So mm, I don't think I'm gonna engage with you because they aren't my cup of tea. But and and before I would say, oh no, you don't have to meet 
but I'm not going to sell myself and sell my authentic self, mm-hmm. right? I'm going to remain Wolwyn. I'm going to engage as Wolwyn. He's smiling. He's laughing. He's friendly with everybody. But you're not going to put me in anything that, you know, we call it here in Liberia, they say money violence. So someone who has money and can dictate the environment that comes around them. Mm -hmm. So I don't want Tracy around here. So Tracy, um, everybody, everybody, Tracy's out. She's out of the circle. No. If Tracy's out of the circle, I'm out of the circle because I'm not dependent upon you. So, so those conversations, uh, and, and the strange thing is, uh, I had one of those conversations. You know, you know, you know what I love. Look, eavesdroppers. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you what I love about eavesdrop. We started this, uh, as you said, as you heard, we haven't seen each other. <laughs> it was a telephone call, and I couldn't, and she couldn't, and where she stopped, I started. Where I stopped, she started. She picked it up, etc. Uh, but what we found out in eavesdrop is every single time we're engaging, you remember how you said, oh, I know I'm going off on a tangent, Warren, but it was, well, I'll go there. Strangely, it's about what's going on in my life and what I'm, what I'm going through now in terms of having these hard conversations that if the person on the other end does not understand where I'm coming from and I'm telling them my motive is clear, is clean, is not clandestine. And if you still can be mature enough to understand that I'm coming clean to you and I don't have any second, third motives, uh, ideas about it, I'm okay with you going. I'm okay with letting you go because you and I aren't on the same page. Letting go. So what I'm hearing, can I clarify a couple things for our listeners as well? No, no as, as you understand it, go ahead. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, so yeah, a couple <laughs> things because it's, it's making me, you know, you know, I'm big on distinctions mm-hmm. because I don't mm-hmm. think it's always one way or the other. Like, you know, we should Correct. walk away to keep our peace always. And, and I'll bring mm-hmm. up a point on what that is because sometimes our peace is our comfort zone. Yep. Oh. And it's, Right. And so Mm -hmm. what I'm hearing you say, and this is what I want to clarify, what I'm hearing Uh you say is authenticity, making discerned decisions based on authenticity, Mm -hmm. which is I'm not here to make you happy. I'm not here to keep you safe. I'm not here to make sure you're secure. That's your job. I can support you and I can do as much as I can within the bounds of what I do. But I don't want to have to feel like I am responsible for your life. You're responsible for your life just as I'm responsible for mine. And anybody who wants me to change how I want to live my life, I mean, within reason, you know, Mm. we're doing terrible things against humanity. All right. But we're talking about (laughs) not that. Yes. yes. Authenticity is about me being able to live in accordance, not being reliant on you for my happiness, for my well-being, for my you know, what, what, what I need to take responsibility for myself, right? That is not Mm -hmm. to live a, uh, be in relationships that are codependent, right? That, you know, I need to do certain things so that you feel safe and happy. That is not what I want, right? And Mm -hmm. if we are not aligned, that's okay. Correct. Another side to that piece 
thing. That brings me mm. peace to know I can take responsibility as the creator of my life, right? Uh-huh. Not big creator, creator within my realm on this planet, right? Correct. Making the decisions and taking accountability and responsibility for those said decisions. Aside from that, I just had a situation, and this, this hopefully will exemplify this a little bit. A situation okay. a couple of weeks ago with a client who, how do I put this? He, I love this. He, he struggles with pushback. He's very, his ego's very strong on certain triggers. Mm. And his method to deal with that is to project, right? So in other words, when I ask as a coach and dig deeper and he gets uncomfortable, uh. he makes it about me and, and not him, right? So, and again, it's, it's, it's both conscious and unconscious. I mean, this is part of the work I do, but what I've noticed with me, this is not about him as much as it's about me. What uh -huh. I noticed about me is I've gotten, and this is why this book that I mentioned earlier is so important for me to remember, is that I will have a, a gut sense. And because I'm finding that my head is starting to prioritize things that maybe it shouldn't prioritize. In other words, prioritizing his comfort Mm -hmm. over his growth mm. and what that means to me is i'm not doing my job correct and so a couple weeks ago i've been very sensitive lately to ego so if somebody's in their ego and again i don't look at ego as right or wrong it happens when we feel like we need to protect ourselves right mm -hmm. and that's a normal thing but i get a felt sense now when somebody's mm. in their ego and that felt sense affects my gut mm. and i'll get this queasy gut it's really weird it's like it's been going on for the last five months but it's more and more sensitized. And so if I like, for example, I worked with a client for a little bit of time and to his credit, he stepped back. He goes, I don't think I'm ready for this process because oh. he's, he's in crisis. And so mm. he's in ego. And when I pointed that out very uncomfortably in a session, he said, you know, this is really uncomfortable. And I don't know if I'm ready for this because there's just too much crisis going on. So I'm going to back off of this. But he recognized it. He was yes. aware. And I love that because there's no Correct. right or wrong. But it's that idea that when somebody is, it's like, oh, I want to dive in because when we're in that space, we're operating from fight, flee, faint, freeze, or fit or fawn, right? You know, it's we're mm. going to do one of those things to try to manipulate our comfort, right? Yeah. To, to make sure we stay, we look good, we are right. It's about being right, looking good, being safe and being comfortable. So, mm -hmm. that, that, and that's not where we're making our best decisions in reality. Mm. And so I leaned in on this one client, like I said, a couple of weeks ago, and there was a very heavy pushback Oof. and I, and it was really uncomfortable. And what I realized when I stepped back during and after that session is it triggered my own feelings that, you know, started way back when I was a kid. Okay. And, you know, I would push these issues because I would hear something that needed, I felt needed to be illuminated and I would, I would get in trouble. I would get that booming voice that yeah. may usually male, right? My father, you know, um, or a male archetype, um, would push me back down, push me mm -hmm. back down. You know, you're not, you're out of your place, get back in your place. And I found myself having that natural reaction as, as my own individual self. And mm. it was a reminder that it's so important as coaches and as leaders, you know, in general to remember that from a systemic standpoint, we're always bringing our own system dynamics to the yeah. table. 
So we're not, it's not like when I look at my relationship with clients, it's not as I'm up here and they're down here. I'm teacher, they're student. They may be learning things from me, but I'm learning just as much from our engagement. So true. And that's very humbling to me. I think that's an important, to me, that's an important place to always be in, in my mm -hmm. engagements. Um, and so it, 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 it always is wonderful for me when I, when I do that. But what I reminded for both of us is that we both were an ego in that moment. And, and I had to work very, very hard to separate my trigger, right, of feeling uncomfortable and being with that discomfort. So continuing to mm. wear the, the, the coach hat, because that's yeah. my job, while I was still the human Tracy, you know, the, 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 the part <laughs> that wasn't the coach, was very uncomfortable in that moment. And, Oof. you know, well, when I walked out of that experience with so much more depth of understanding, not only I felt like I showed up more authentically mm -hmm. for that, that client, because there was a moment where there, the pushback created the opposite effect. And because I was able to stay kind of in my coach role yes. and not be defensive, right. In my triggered role, yes. there was a moment where we held that discomfort together to the point where he had the the authentic response, oh, right? Okay. He busted through the wall and there was some emotion and there was some breakthrough and wow. there was some sharing. And I said, that's the thing. Correct. Right? That's wow. the thing that we get to talk about. But there was so much, no, that's nothing, it's nothing, it's nothing, it's fine, everything's fine, everything's fine. And yes. when we do that, you know, we oftentimes don't realize we're doing that because we don't want to place discomfort on others. We don't want to dis place discomfort on ourselves, but it's the very thing keeping us stuck. Correct. And Correct. because I was willing to sit with my own discomfort and his discomfort mm. and not make it about any other stories that had happened with either one of us in our pasts, he was able to break through in the present. And wow. And it was, you know, it was the analogy I used with him is that, you know, what's going on right now is a natural reaction. It's like you have a hurt. Like, let's say it's a wound on your hand and I'm poking at it. Mm. And you're saying, stop poking at my wound. I'm like, this is not about me poking at your wound. It's about the fact you have a wound. Yeah. Yeah. And we usually like, stop stop like i'm gonna make it about you you stop attacking me you stop and it's like it's not about me it's just the fact that i'm actually pointing at something that needs to be addressed mm, mm, and that's mm. what it's about what is that wound about and when we started to make it about the wound and not about the poking and not about who was poking and you don't have the right to poke and this is about when all of that that discomfort was sat with what came yeah. up was all this and i'm dealing with this and i'm dealing with this and which yeah way under the surface before it was everything was fine wow. stop talking about that and it's not you know and what has happened since has been so healing for him but again all of this is to say that discomfort being able to sit in our own discomfort sometimes just quietly with ourselves mm -hmm. and not distract ourselves with busying around things right whether it's we feed ourselves with you know, you know, entertainment or distractions or yes, whatever those distractions are, food, <laughs> alcohol, entertainment, yep. sex, you name it, like yep. whatever it happens to be, to be able to sit with yeah. the fact that we hurt 
And we don't even need to know why. Like I wasn't sitting there going, why am I so uncomfortable about that? Like, what does this have to do with like my inner child? I wasn't doing inner child work at that time. Correct. I just knew I was uncomfortable. And mm-hmm. it's sometimes just allowing ourselves just to be uncomfortable because it mm. builds muscles that will atrophy if we don't allow ourselves to use them. Yeah. Yeah. You know, as you were, you were talking, I wrote down maturity and discomfort. Right. And um, discomfort is comforting <laughs> uh, in in I like how you you made when I was talking about the the piece on my peace, you know, protecting my peace and, you know, the difference is the I. My. I am I am so okay with you telling me that I've done something wrong. I'm so okay with it in terms of if if in an engagement, if I went off kilt, right? Off the road or just I'm okay with 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 knowing that I did it, because sometimes I know I did it because it's I just need to stick it to you. And that's, I don't care. I don't care the after effects of this. It has to come out now, right? Um, which I've, 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 my Libra, the Libra in me wants to balance everything. So it's hard for me to come in and go, okay, I'm going to just stick it to you and don't care. I'm, I'm just going to be, I'm going to, I will be in discomfort. Mm. However, if, 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 if the, what's what's occurring is something that you can't express because it's so many layers below and you're not you're not expressing it expressly <laughs> you you you're saying i'm not going to talk i cannot go in there and Hey, what's going on down there? Oh, I see something here. Oh, this is what you're trying to say? Is this what? I don't have the time to do it. But when I see your face, my intelligence tells me there's discomfort somewhere with you and go, uh, Tracy, is something wrong? Did I do something to you? And you tell me no. And I and I and I still see you and I go again, did I do something? No. I'm I'm okay with believing that situation and you being in your in your issue saying. I'm not going to engage with Walwyn anymore. Mm-hmm. I think I've done my part in terms of engaging you to say, look, I noticed there's something going on. Can you let me know so I could change or tell me if I did something or so I could explain rather, not mm-hmm. change, but explain my position. So having the, the conversation here at eavesdroppers is having hard conversations that may even get uh, um, harder but staying within it so that it unfolds the, the, the petals of, of goodness, right? Well, it's also about being able to be with people even when they're not at their best. And, mm-hmm. and, I, and I think that, that, I mean, yes, to your point, we need to have boundaries, right? Because again, if people start to get in ways where, you know, and not, not all of us are made for the same purposes too. You know, my design, I'm a coach for a reason. Right. One of the, the, the 
expertise, levels of expertise, not only in training, but in an innate design that I have is wanting to be with people to illuminate their truth. Mm-hmm. That is just my design. It's what I'm here mm-hmm. for, whether yes. it's as a coach, as a mother, as a friend, as a person, stranger walking down the street, you know, like I'm a truth illuminator. Like that's just my job. And, and so for that reason, you know, you'd like to believe that you want to grow yourself to be as effective in that job as possible. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so for me that, like you said, with your librarian, see, I'm, I'm, I'm Leo cancer. So I'm sun moon. So I'm like, I embrace both opposites, you know, like I can be in my emotions and I can be fiery and like, let's get some stuff done. Uh-huh. Um, mm-hmm. So I can balance that, but that's, that's gotcha. how I'm designed and, you know, mm-hmm. and, and I can be comfortable in both worlds. I can be comfortable being fiery and in your face and I can be comfortable sitting back and being more, you know, engaging with the emotional side of things. And so I think looking at our ability, you know, first of all, that's what's so important about figuring out our design mm-hmm. and the lane that we were majestically created to run in, yes. right? Like that we were divinely, um, you know, the, the, the skills and traits we were divinely bestowed, mm-hmm. um, you know, that, that I think that, that that's a big part, I mean, a big part of why I do what I do and how I do it. But I think in this particular conversation, this balance between protecting our authenticity and our boundaries and learning to be with people as they are. Mm-hmm. That's that fine line between them. I, I posted something the other day, which is, you know, accept people as they are, but place them in the roles within your life that are most appropriate. I paraphrased what I posted, but but that's essentially it. Say that again, right. please. Say that again, please. I, oh, I need gosh. to get it. What did I just Accept say? people for who they Accept are. Accept people them. as they are, but but put them in their appropriate places within your life, right? So give them the roles that are appropriate within your life, right? And that's, again, within your authenticity, what's right and what is not okay for you and the boundaries that you hold. Um that's the powerful thing. That's the juice, right? It's how do we do both? Okay. Oh, accept people as they are and place them in appropriate places within your life. Ah, that, that, my friend, is, is the conclusion of what I think I was saying to you about individuals, relationships, et cetera, right? Is I understand you've shown me who you are. You've shown me that you're manipulative. You've shown me that you love me. You've shown me, so I'm talking about different people, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so when I know I'm around someone who loves me, my vulnerability, my, I, I stay remain vulnerable because around every but there are levels that i i open up to whomever because i know i'm going to place this person in this in this place that they really can't take my my vulnerability at this moment because they Mm. will see it as a weakness and they will take it as a gossip which i really don't care but i just don't want to go through that i'm just wise to that Mm -hmm. if i'm around someone who cares and loves me i'm open 100 150 percent but even if not, even someone who cares and loves me, if I'm around someone who who my spirit 
my, my I discern that I'm okay with this person. It's, it's, it's the person you just meet. You haven't, you haven't met them in your life and you can just tell them your entire story. You're vulnerable to them, right? right with them. So, so I'm, I know my spirit knows as I'm engaging with whomever, the level of where I should put them on that scale of, of that scale. I wouldn't say scale of preferences, scale within my life of how I want to engage with them. So, so my, my conclusion on this is I, <laughs> eavesdrop. I love it. I, you have a marker on you. And based on your marker, I'm just going to put you in the appropriate place mm -hmm. because I know your mark. Your mark is, 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 is a manipulator. I know where to put a manipulator. So manipulator mm -hmm. is going to be very far from me, mm -hmm. but I'll say, I, Hey, and I'm going the other way though. <laughs> yeah. Well, so. and they, I mean, they say, you know, you become like the five closest people you spend the most time with. And, and I think that this mm. speaks to this directly. And wow. you know, one of the things I've been practicing lately too, is not jumping to conclusions, you know, as I've been really sitting, it's like accepting people as they are, but also leaning into curiosity because I've been wrong before. I mean, I'm very intuitive and I can read people pretty mm -hmm. well, but it doesn't mean like I'm a hundred percent right Correct. all the time because sometimes I'm acting from my own unconscious blind spots That's that have true. to do with wounds and stories from my own past. And I'm projecting that unconsciously onto the person I just met. So Correct. I, I've been more like sitting back and going, okay, this is my initial assessment, mm -hmm. but let me be curious. Let me test that theory, right? Let me not just assume and move on. I, I did that a lot when I was younger. It's like mm. I, if, with everything, not just people and the assessment of that, you know, and, and a lot of the time I was right. But at the same time, you know, I, I feel like I also made a lot of very big decisions, judgments in my life that I quickly, you know, ran away from that. Mm. I now look back and go, hmm, you know, I think, sorry. We've got the hey, I will side. use your third Wednesday. Work uh, it is that it is that time. Um, you know that I look back on now and wish that I hadn't been so hasty in in my reaction. And and so you know I think keep that distance. Keep that you know if there's question, like if the assessment mm -hmm. is, you know I'm not sure. But I've also had the ones where I realized now I was overriding gut instincts about certain things because I wanted to give the person the benefit of the doubt. So it's that gotcha. more quiet assessment and just allow people to really, again, accept them for as you know, for who they are and, and yeah. let it play out. Um, you know, if, if it doesn't feel right, I just take a distance. If it feels right, go. I might lean in a little bit more, but I'm not just throwing all my eggs in one basket or the other so quickly. Correct. No, agree. I think, and I think that's what we talked about maturity. There's a maturity and discomfort, mm -hmm. right? Okay. Uh, I see a lot of you jumping on, hey, let us know. Let us know what you're thinking on the conversation. Let us know where you're coming from. Don't just come and eavesdrop, even though it's eavesdrop in a moment, but <laughs> say something, right? <laughs> We feed, we feed off your engagement also. Uh, but, but yeah, I think one of the, and what, what we've been talking for the past, 
a few minutes was accepting people as they are and place them in appropriate places within your life. I think that encapsulates, uh, I think that encapsulates maturity in relationships. Tracy, you know, I think it encapsulates. I agree. You know, and and I feel I feel like in in the heated times that we're in, I call them heated times because it just seems like things are getting hotter and hotter <laughs> in every respect. Maybe once we get into the winter time, it'll be colder and colder. I don't know. But, <laughs> you know, it, it you know that that my response to that is is to say, you know, where are we here to maybe test our own capacity? You know, again, that discomfort. Mm. Like I'm uncomfortable, so I immediately want to change it. You know, I keep thinking about if you, you know, the big thing nowadays is um the doing the um, uh what's it the like sauna and then jumping into a cold plunge. Okay. It's very good for your health, but I'm seeing it show up everywhere on Facebook mm-hmm. and you know all these different you know places and you know that idea of shocking our system like why is yeah. that good well it purges us in a lot of ways but it also creates resilience i mean like i said it's like a muscle if we're always trying to be comfortable mm-hmm. i mean it, it's our natural inclination to move towards pleasure and away from pain but what happens is if we're always doing that in every aspect we also become we become weak right mm-hmm. our immune systems weak and this is why the cold the hot the cold actually strengthens the, people do it because it strengthens the immune system Gotcha. And our immune systems are under attack. I mean, more than ever. Um, and so really strengthening our immune systems is the best way to go. And in, 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 in a lot of ways, for a lot of reasons, and that applies to everything, right? Mm. Our immune system is like the way we do one thing is the way we are built to function yeah. is the same way everywhere, right? So building ourselves up, not just from a physical standpoint and a physically functional standpoint, but also from a mental standpoint, I mean, one of the biggest threats right now is mental health or the lack yeah. of good mental health in many yeah. people. Yeah. And, and so, you know, we want to strengthen what strengthens mental health. Well, when we're always expecting ourselves to be comfortable, the moment that we have discomfort, mm. we lose our stuff. Yeah. That's not, we're not mentally stable if we can't handle a certain degree of stress. Right. And so the more we're able to strengthen our capacity for stress, the more resilient we become, the healthier we are, the more we can continue to live. We just got new baby checks and we got, uh, you know, the next day one of them was dead. And, you know, we were all like, oh, gosh, I hope nothing's wrong with, you know, and and we're talking to the person who we got them from. They're like, you know, sometimes they just we have the weaker ones. It's just the stress of the move. Yeah. Can't yeah. handle. Yeah. And they don't make it. And wow. you know, so it it it's that reminder constantly that it's up to us to strengthen ourselves. I mean, yes, we have certain genetics and certain predispositions already, but there's so much more we can do to strengthen ourselves in that capacity so that we don't know what's coming. I mean, if if 2020 and every other year we've had since then hasn't taught us that we need to be resilient. <laughs> I don't know what has. (laughs) You know, uh, hey, Fitzgerald. Hey, how are you? From Atlanta, from Georgia, Fitzgerald. Thanks thanks for coming in. Uh, But, you know, as you were saying it, I think it it, it, discomfort, and I put innovation, 
right? Discomfort and innovation. Uh, you, you cannot create. So Fitz has, he runs a restaurant in Atlanta and they mm. do excellent karaoke, uh, have uh, uh, traditional Liberian food and, and a fusion of Western and, and African foods. So it's just amazing that he would come in here and I'm talking about innovation and discomfort. I'm thinking in his business, right? It's why, why should I just cook one type? <laughs> why can't I put a fusion in here and innovate? Some people will be like, okay, I have a European restaurant. I will not put any other thing in here. I will just keep it European. I will keep it uh, South American. But I think your 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 innovation comes up when when and being in Africa right now, Tracy, I tell you, the Home Depots aren't here. Uh, the you have some you have the shops, but they they don't carry what you want. You're like, ah, oh, I need this. Oh no, it's gonna come next week. It's gonna come in three weeks. Okay, so my discomfort makes me an innovator here. What, what I do is I go and I look at the problem and I go and I call the, the, the welder and say, build me a gym. Mm -hmm. Build it this way. I want, it, I want a pull-up bar. I want a chin-up. I want X, Y, Z. Had, had I been around the, the Home Depot or Sears or uh, whatever, I can just, or Amazon, hey, can you ship me a... a a part here for me to fix this thing or to, 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 to get in and assemble it. Discomfort in our, in our relationships brings innovation yeah. in how we can engage one. Yes. And I, I, I heard you talk about, you know, the stress, stress is good. Uh, be careful with the type of stress, right? Uh, right? I heard a story. I heard a story, uh, I think I told you if 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 I have, tell me Wallen, shut up, because that's how my kids go now. So you know, in 1996, I was playing by daddy. We heard that story. Okay, in 1998, I robbed. Like, okay, what what, what did yeah, I heard tell that you? Was <laughs> <laughs> but um, they said that they were you know taking salmon across the ocean um, to you know shipping it across the ocean uh, or shipping it far, and the salmon didn't have the taste the usual taste from the directly at the ocean, directly from fishing versus shipping. So the guy had tasted the, the salmon and said, oh, this is very good. So he, he, he eats it. He says, okay, I would like to order. I would like us to get these, um, ship them over to me. Um, uh, oh my goodness, Nathan! I'm gonna put that up in a quick second. Let me finish this up. We got a good one from Nathan. <laughs> um, I bet. So, I bet. so, so the 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 first batch arrived, didn't have. I'm like, no, it doesn't have the taste. Second batch, he goes, well, you know what? I think I'm I'm okay. I'm gonna cancel the orders. The fisherman gets the idea. Uh, gosh, I need to put, I need to do something. I don't know where he got it from, but he takes, uh, I think a baby shark. He puts it in, cause it was live in a, in a bin that they were sending it, puts a baby shark in that thing and shipped it with. When the guy tasted 
the salmon, he was like, yeah, it's the taste. What occurred was the stress placed on the salmon of swimming and, 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 and trying to avoid being eaten enabled it to keep that taste, that freshness in order for him to go, oh, this is the taste. It so, so everything was pumping. <laughs> that there you go. So it's the it's the balance of the type of stress, right? I know I don't want someone running behind me to to eat me for for the best to come out of me. But what we're mm -hmm. saying is, as you're engaging and and get the right stress, the stress that makes you go. I don't think that's the stress you want to be around. No, well, there's there's but, capacity, and we all have a different capacity. I think it's about correct. you know, it's it's like anything else. When you're trying to prepare yourself for something, you take little bites at a time, right? So, you know, being able to hold a little bit more stress, a little bit more stress, a little bit more stress, we we grow by in, in increments. Yes. You know, but I think what what I'm hearing you say in this particular case is that you know we we want to be able to 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 recognize where and sitting with the stress allows for the breakthrough the breakthrough mm -hmm. can be a breakthrough of aha i found something deeper it could be something of aha a solution it yeah. could be whatever that breakthrough is it comes from sitting with the stress not from correct. avoiding it correct and that's i think what we're saying here you know is that when we avoid like again we can we can you know decrease stress if we need to again if you're bleeding out you can't take more stress you by all means. It. Stop the bleeding, right? That's not what we're talking about. You know, it, it, it is important that we learn how to even handle the stress we're already dealing with and we're not just piling it on ourselves. But I'm talking about the situations where we cannot allow ourselves to be uncomfortable. Correct. Right? We will not allow ourselves to look there or see that or have those conversations or whatever because it's too challenging. Those are the Correct. things we're talking about leaning oh, into. Yeah. And Correct. sitting with, even just within ourselves, to say, what is it exactly that is making me so uncomfortable? Mm -hmm. Instead of just saying, I'm going to drink this drink to calm down, or I'm going to, you know, you know, to just ease my my yeah. my worries, or I'm going to just, you know, watch video or play video games all the time, just so my mind is working on something else other than this problem, or, you know, distractions. Yes, right? yes. Yeah. So, so, Fitzgerald, I know you're gone. So you subscribe. Thank you so much. Uh, enjoy your meeting you're going to. So Nate, Nate goes by putting people in their box. Is that a self-preservation mechanism to avoid conflict and, and discomfort? Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, it could, it could. Some some people will use it as a self-preservation, I would say. But I, I think per personally. Well, that's the distinction we're talking about. Correct. Yes. That's the distinction. Yes. It's like if it's a neat. Okay, so so to answer Nate's question here, and Nate may already know this, and he's 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 asking it for everybody else to think about. So I, I, Nate, that would be a neat thing to do. Um, but you know, the distinction is how we're feeling as we're making that discernment, right? So if it's a reaction because we're uncomfortable, probably it's it's because we don't want to deal with the discomfort. If it's a boundary thing and it's coming from a clear understanding of, I will, you know, this, the way this person's treating me, or, you know, this is just not for me. I mean, I had a conversation about three weeks ago with someone who's been a dear friend for a long time. And I left that conversation feeling like I'm okay. Letting that person go out of my life. 
And it wasn't anything that it was a fine conversation. It just, I just don't feel the gelling anymore. Uh huh. And it wasn't for any reason. He didn't, he didn't do anything to me. I mean, it was more just, I just don't feel it. Gotcha. Yeah. And that came from just a, almost a surprise. Like, huh. I think maybe we've outgrown each other, right? We're just going in different directions or whatever. So I think that can be something that could be a triggering thing where somebody does take you on and they're always taking you on and they always have to try to control you or, or whatever. And you're like, you know, I'm just kind of done with that. Yeah. Or it can just be something like, yeah, I just don't like, I'm just not feeling it with this person anymore. And that's okay, right? <laughs> like what I was having this conversation with with somebody not too long ago, where when we make decisions, like what you said, it's like, yeah, but I can change my mind. Like I said that, I like that. five years ago, <laughs> and that was true then. But I'm in a different place now, and I don't see uh, things that way anymore. So I can change my mind. You said, I like that. I like that. You know, uh, Nathan, for, for me, I'm saying I, I want to define box, right? If the, if the box is someone who has proven with the attitude, with their, 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 their just everything when I engage yeah. that they are supposed to be in that box, then that box is me just self-preserving, not to avoid conflict or discomfort, just self-preserving for my peace sake. Because for me to keep doing something over and over, knowing that the outcome will never change, that person has proven to me or that situation has proven to me, you, 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 in business or anything, just, just across the board, if you keep going somewhere and the identical result occurs and you know it's going to occur, re- recur rather, I, I'm, I'm just going to self-preserve by not going back there and reliving the the discomfort of being around it. So maybe, yeah, I want to avoid that discomfort. <laughs> well, you know, the other thing that we're not talking about here directly, other than boundaries and authenticity, is prior priorities. Good question. Good one second before you go there. Nathan, thank you so much, man. Really appreciated that. Oh yeah. Go ahead. Priorities. Yeah, is priorities. Sometimes when a discomfort comes up, where we will, you know, it's like, oh, there's a great opportunity to grow. And that can be even with a person where they're acting the same way and we're getting the same thing. It's like, well, what can I learn out of this? What can I learn from this? Is it, is there something I can lean more into or ask more crucial questions or whatever? But, you know, we, we only have so much time and in our, in our lives. And if we're trying to accomplish certain things, and I don't just mean accomplish from, from a success standpoint, I mean, I really value, I see my energy as a vote and where I put my energy and effort is what I vote for. So it's like, if I have this thing over here and I have this other thing over here and this really resonates over here and this doesn't, I may just make a prioritization decision. And it's not really to avoid discomfort. It's just that I have this much of energy right now. Mm. And what I choose to put it, it into is this. It's not a distraction. It's literally a decision right? Mm. Of which one is more priority to me, right? So all these things matter. You know, one of the the, the things I have been talking a lot to clients about has been coming up a lot as a theme is prioritization. Like, how do we prioritize in our lives? Mm. Mm. And 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 it speaks to decision making, obviously. Um, But it's a very specific focus within the decision making lens or arena. 
Um, and so I, I think that that sometimes too is just like, all right, I've, I've got five more hours in today and I've got this person knocking at my door with a, yet another, you know, <laughs> drama, <Yeah. laughs> let's call it. Yeah. And, and, I, and I have this other thing that I want to really put my energy into that I'm trying to develop, you know, which one am I just, I might avoid this temporarily or put this right. on, on the back burner in order to prioritize this other thing that really I would rather vote my energy for right now. Oh my goodness, Tracy, can you imagine it's five o'clock where I, I am? Remember I mean, the saying, it's, it's, like, it's, it's five o'clock somewhere and it's five o'clock right now. <laughs> But no, Tracy, it's always, always a pleasure. Always excellent staying, um, spending these, these beautiful every other Wednesdays with you. Uh, I'm pretty sure the next one would be in September the 13th. So for those of you who are watching, please go back to replay on YouTube. We have the entire catalog. You can go to a Google podcast, go to, I think it's Anchor FM. And Spotify, you can get eavesdrop in a moment to listen to four seasons of work. <laughs> but Tracy, I tell you, uh, give a goodbye here uh, and then we get out of here. Yeah, good to see you. Thanks for showing up, everybody who who joined us today. It was great to see Nate and, and Fitzgerald. Like, you know, new fits. I can't wait to come visit your fabulous Liberian fusion restaurant. At some oh, point. oh, hey, you, you, um, you'll see it. <laughs> yeah, but we appreciate it and uh, look forward to seeing you in a couple weeks. Hey, you guys, take care. Bye-bye. Right,